Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack, fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. Dolly, y'all! This is Tony. Raisa. Oscar. And Carlos. And we are Spanish Aquí Presents. We have a brand new podcast here on Earwolf. And we'll be bringing you the best of the best. Of lo mejor of Latinx comedy. Join us for new episodes every Tuesday. Cada martes. Martes. Spanish Aquí Presents is out now. Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Donde sea, chico. Hi, everybody. My name is Chris Gethard. This is an experiment we're doing. This is the Chris Gethard Presents podcast. The Chris Gethard Presents project I'm very excited about. It's a television show. It's coming to public access June 26th, the Manhattan Neighborhood Network. I want to be clear, this is not a recap show. You don't need to watch the TV show to enjoy this podcast. Separate things. If you want to consume both, I think it'll be a very good experience for you. The whole point of me doing this CGP thing is that I've been in New York many years now. I started doing comedy in New York when I was 19 years old. I just turned 39. This is officially over half my life that I've been doing comedy in the city. And I tell you, even after all those years, two decades, not a week goes by that I don't see some comedian who does something interesting, somebody who I think I haven't seen in a while, who's just gotten better, somebody who I feel like challenges me to be better. I still think this town brings fucking heat when it comes to comedy. And I think when you get a bunch of New York comedians in a room, it just turns fun. So uh, I, I just want to get a bunch of people together. I want to just do what I can. I have a little bit of a platform now. Uh, not a huge one. I'm not claiming that. But I have enough that I can try to show off some of the people I love. And that's what both the TV show and this podcast are about. Because I'm getting old. And I don't want it to be me- about me anymore. I want to just make some funny shit with uh, my community. I love my community. And that's what we're dealing with. My co-host for this will be a, uh, an old friend of mine. Someone I've worked with for years. He uh, started out, if I, and, and, and let me know if I get any of these facts wrong. He first came to, into my sphere of influence because he was actually living in Texas as a teenage boy. Mm-hmm. He was a boy back then. Yeah. Uh, and, and no longer a boy. No longer a boy. Now yeah. officially a man. Full, full man. Full man. Justin yeah. Linville. Full man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as he is on his business card. Mm. Full man, Justin Linville. Yeah. 
you were like a you I used to see you in the chat room for the Gethard show and mm-hmm. then you applied to intern we rejected you mm-hmm. you applied like four or five times I did not not four or five times I how many times one time one time we took you on the first try that's not what I was no, no, told no. I applied one time yeah. and then I sent a follow-up email so that's two times that's not a, that's not a full application you think a follow-up email is a full application Anyway, <laughs> hired him as an intern, and for years we've been working. He's my right hand man. I'm gonna, Justin Linville. How's it going? It's good. Great to see you. Justin, my hope is that you will someday take over as the host of this podcast. I think it would be a great platform for you in, in your growth and your journey as mm-hmm. a comedian. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to tell you, I'm not going to give it to you easy. you got to bring the heat. You're going to be coming up with your own bits that I do not know. Mm-hmm. Carmen, can you stop fucking unzipping <laughs> oh, shit, shit into your microphone? You put it into the microphone. So you you held your you fucking... Up. You're already 15 minutes fucking late, dude. Don't talk. We'll hold get up. to you in a hold second. Up. You interrupt Linville's intro on the first fucking episode. <laughs> Hold on. Justin, you're going to come up with your bits that I don't know about. I have not vetted your bits. Each episode, you do one bit. You will become the host of this podcast only when the people rise up and demand it and, and destroy me, throw like a dictator, topple me, and install you mm-hmm. as the new figurehead of well, this podcast. I don't think I'm the type of person that encourages people to overthrow someone else. I don't think you're going to get massive, mass amount of people being like, "Oh, Justin should overthrow Chris." I'm a pretty gentle. Think, think I'm a full ins- man, but I'm gentle. <laughs> you you know? don't think you can inspire the masses to rise up in borderline violence against me? I don't have anything to say, Chris. <laughs> I've got no message, Chris. Justin, this is not an inspiring pitch. I, I'm, I'm not an inspirational guy. I so never claimed a, to be. You're just a full man with nothing to say. That's how you describe yourself. And that's my that's my one problem. I've got nothing to say. Okay, let's go ahead. We've got a whole panel of people that I really love here. First up, he was just unzipping his fucking <laughs> backpack into a microphone while Justin's trying to talk, while we're trying to lay some track. I didn't know that that was happening. He was late. If I knew that was happening, it wouldn't happen. The trains are fucked. He was late. The trains are fucked. You didn't know what was happening. <laughs> this guy went to L.A. for like three weeks, and all of a sudden he's a fucking month and a half. big time. Wow. And right, I'm here because weeks. New York is better, so right. I'm here. I'm this here guy to... goes to L.A. for six weeks. His name's Carmen Christopher. He's the best. I don't best. say my name is Carmen Christopher. I, was I born... said your name is oh, Carmen okay. Christopher. He started out in Chicago. <laughs> I first met him. He was in Chicago. He's great. We've done tons of cities together all over the road. He just put out a short film called I'm Killing It that you have to you have to watch. He's also going to be the uh, – this episode is dropping Friday. If you're listening to this the day it drops, Wednesday, June 26th, that's the first episode of Chris Gethard Presents. This is the guy who's hosting it, Carmen Christopher. Hello, ladies and gentlemen and everybody else. Listen, let me just tell you guys something, that this is going to be a good show. Uh, Justin's my co-host, isn't that too? I think he'll yeah. he'll have more freedom to have fun. Just uh, Chris, you're talking tries, about your TV episode, my TV yeah. show, you're mm-hmm. ranting like an incomprehensible madman. <laughs> right now. Listen, I'm coming in hot. I just came in. Uh, Super hot. I, I had a meeting. The music is going to be really good for the show. We got some hot bits. Uh, listen, I don't know what the fuck to tell you. <laughs> I'm trying to look for my charger. <laughs> I need to- what? What charger? Yo, listen, my phone's got 2% or 1%. Oh, dear, Put it on charger. airplane mode. We all oh, have chargers. I throw okay. you my charger. Well, Good I want to. What do you want to know, Chris? What's up? Nothing. We'll talk more later, man. <laughs> He's introducing, introducing you. you. He's introducing you. Carter. Hey, honestly, I've been friends with. Well, I've been touring. Like, Chris and I toured this past year, and this is the most upset I've ever seen him with me. <laughs> this is actually kind of fucked up. I'm glad that he's not no. too close to me. No, I, lo- I just feel like we're at our best when we rile each other up. I just want to say that I was late. I was very late. 
If we include the call time, I was about 45 minutes late. <laughs> and then you tried to blame me, even though you had been sent an email from the producer. Listen, Harry I got Nelson. a lot of emails. I'm not always checking them. And I, and I had the confirmation for 3 p.m. I think everybody gets a lot of emails. Yeah. Everyone else. Dude, I mean, everybody Justin and I were here at 1.30, and Christy and Annie showed up at like 2.35. Okay, and I'm sorry, but I don't think that there should be call times for podcasts. I think you show up and it starts. Then how do things start? At 3 p.m. It should have started at 3 p.m. I was late by 15 minutes. But with the call time, 45 minutes. And the trains are a complete disaster today. I I highly recommend people. My My train was was running excellent. How many people took the F train? I took the F train. I took the G to the F. It was a disaster. The city Como. I don't know. Well, listen, that's one thing I wanted to do. That's one thing. As the intro, I wanted to say, I think we should all, as New York comedians, share one thing we love about the city. And one thing we don't. So that's a nice segue. Carmen, why don't you share? It sounds like the train. What's one thing thing you love about this town? What's one thing you don't like? The thing that I absolutely love is the energy. You you walk outside and there's people everywhere always. There's always bars that are filled. There's always restaurants that are packed. If you came to New York, you came to New York to get it in. And I appreciate that. And one thing you don't like. Uh, That's the same stuff that I don't like. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like, everyone, chill the fuck out. I need a break. (laughs) Exhausted. Give me a minute. For me, I like that everybody here works hard. I like that you can see, you can just, if you're feeling depressed, you can just walk out your front door and find something that will shake you out of it, distract you, inspire you. And I think that it's got that more than any other city where you can find, and not just comedy, art, food, weird dance, weird performance, everything. And I love that. What I don't love is the time I was on the N train back when I lived in Astoria, and there was a man on the car that looked dead. Mm-hmm. He was dead. Oh, God. And then all of us on the train started making eye contact with the <laughs> oh. unspoken New Yorker thing of no one call 911 until we're at fucking Dittmar's. Let's, was he, he seriously dead? No, he wound up waking up right at the last stop. He was a, he was really fucked up on drugs. He was a young kid with a skateboard oh, who was like face down on the floor. Sad. And we oh. all let the train go to the last stop because we were New Yorkers. And we were yeah. like, he's dead anyway. Let's just get fucking home. Oh, like, we're not shit. delaying the yeah, train yeah, so yeah. they can remove this dead guy. Yeah. And I cried. I cried. Oh. Christy Cello is hey, here. Christy's everybody. one of my favorites. Christy, <laughs> I this I owe it. Christy's probably tired of hearing me describe. It. Here's what I love about Christy Cello. I've been I hearing. I never it. get tired of hearing. That. Here's what I love, Christy. <laughs> I think a lot of us would agree in the comedy scene. Christy's one of the few people who can go anywhere and earn acceptance. Christy can show up at Joe's Pub for all the <laughs> to all those like fancy Manhattan arts people. You can go out to the Annoyance and do a two-person show with Lorelai Ramirez. It's like <laughs> we all know with Lorelai it's going to be like performance art. You can go do a roast battle at a club and you just take that you take those crowns. You're one of the most versatile comedians in New York. One thing you love about this town, one thing you don't. Christy Thank Chow. you. That was very very sweet. Um Thing I love most about the town, definitely the people. I like that everyone has a story. And I like that everyone's always awake. There are always people up doing something, the city that never sleeps. But I get a lot of comfort in that. I like the noise. I like the action. Things I don't like, um, the smells. I think the city (laughs) smells really bad. Uh, public transportation makes me cry. I could never ride the subway again for the rest of my life and be very happy <laughs> about that. I know it's a fast way to get places, but you it's often not. you often Uber and Lyft very short distances. I do. Well, I get subway anxiety. You do. I got stuck on a subway a couple years ago. And then I got stuck on an elevator that same year, and I had a panic attack real bad. Mm. And I get panic attacks. Mm. And, and and 
So when I'm on the, I don't like the subway at rush hour. If I can guarantee a crowd is not that crowded and the AC is on so I can breathe, yeah. I'll be okay. So subways <laughs> and elevators scare you. Two things that are vital to New Two York life. Two things that are vital to New York life terrify me. I don't like being in, a, in an enclosed space. Got it. Where I like I like to know where my exits are at all times. Now, Christy, you have, I would say frequently on social media, yeah. and we've never really talked about this I'm in person. Excited. Do you know what I'm about to say? No, but I don't even know what you're referred to me. <laughs> you have on on social media, and we've never really discussed this. Oh, referred yeah, yeah. to me as Papa Geth. As, as oh, your, my dad. your father. You're calling me your father. My daddy. Multiple times. <laughs> and we've never discussed what that's about or why you do that. <laughs> I didn't know you were gonna bring this up. <laughs> yeah, we're full of surprises. I I just feel like you're like my comedy dad. I'm a dad. Like not even like a hot daddy way. No, <laughs> oh next. damn. Okay, okay, Christy. Up next, Andy Donovan. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Another Get one him. of my favorites. Another one of my favorites. Here, Andy Donovan, also from Chicago. Same sort of sphere, crew as Carmen. Uh, these guys all moved out here a few years ago within like a year of each other and blew the New York scene away. Annie is maybe more than any other comedian I know. The per- I always, you know, sometimes you do a lot of shows, you stay in the back, you don't watch everybody, you got some fatigue, you're burned out. I always come out of that green room to watch Annie because no one gets away with more. Yeah. No one does oh, more no. shit. I've seen you do things on stage that in the hands <laughs> of anyone else, mass walkouts would happen or other comedians would be trying to fight you for the shit that you have said to them, to your, their faces. I've seen you do this. It's impressive. Yeah. One thing you love about New York, one thing you know. Well, thanks, Chris. Um, <laughs> I have to say what I love about New York, some, something similar to what you said, that uh, you can get inspired anywhere. And uh, if you're fi- you can find anything in New York, too. Like if you mm-hmm. want to go drink yeah. on a Wednesday night at a honky-tonk, you can find that, that in I love that. Chelsea or something, right? You want to buy a baby <laughs> turtle? You want to buy a baby yeah. turtle? You go right down to Chinatown. There yeah, you go. Baby turtles. You get a, you want a cheap uh, eye exam? <laughs> yeah. Go up to 53rd Street. <laughs> I don't know where you get. But, but you can you find can it. You can walk. In- you gen- I, I have found that in New York City. If you're like, I want this thing, you can pick a direction and walk, and you, you will eventually find it. find it by the end of that walk. It's true. Yeah, but like specific to different cultures too oh yeah oh yeah like it's not just like you know yeah you know <laughs> it just it, it's not you just eye exams you said chelsea and then 53rd street <laughs> yeah what's 53rd street it, 53rd midtown and east chelsea midtown east <laughs> the two neighborhoods no one love knows the, the city better than annie chelsea. no one You're knows get the great city pastries better than in, the che- in the nook of chelsea corner <laughs> <laughs> market uh, but what I hate about New York is uh, the <laughs> landlords. Hello, yeah. bad people. True scum. True scum. Do you, have you had a particular bad landlord experience? Yeah, this is this is pretty bad. My landlord, uh, my former landlord, is is a really old Polish lady, and I found out um, when I moved in that her husband is actually the owner of the building, but he is uh, paralyzed, and he lays on her couch all day long and she said you know keep it down because my husband is paralyzed and sure enough you know he's he's sprawled out on the couch and they had this loud ass motherfucking barking dog and i'm like (laughs) and i gotta be quiet but um so i come to find from another tenant she comes down and she likes gossiping she's like yeah and you know how the old man laid himself out i was like "Uh, no i don't ask why you're He's paralyzed. Apparently, he's uh, a big drunk, and oh. he has fallen down so many times, it finally uh, paralyzed his spinal cord. Oh, my Ooh. God. 
he fell down. Wow. And and she said that that had a real funny energy and tone right up until that part. No, she also spilled the beans that he he Mm. had threatened her with lawsuits, and they're just bad people. And I hear this from other friends too that the landlords here are bad, 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 bad. Now we all know that you probably at that just being New Yorkers, you probably lived in Greenpoint. Yeah, I closed. Yeah, yes. Polish land. I had a Greek landlord, which means I probably lived in anybody. Chelsea, um, no, wait, East Greek Midtown East. Astoria, Astoria, Astoria. Carmen, wake the fuck up, man! I You're not engaged. You have a weird energy. You're in your head. Come on, dude. You gotta <laughs> fucking bring the heat, dog. Wow, dude. You're doing intros. You want me to just fucking go off for an hour? I don't mind. <laughs> I had bed bugs in Astoria in 2004. You have bed bugs now. <laughs> <laughs> I had bed bugs in. 2006, before it was like a thing. So it just meant I was scum in people's eyes. Like That's these, my biggest fear. Yeah, and my landlord would not. I'm on tour with Chris. I see random bites around his legs. <laughs> no, what happens is, is they have to This is not Bed true. bugs don't bite Yo, around Chris, your legs, idiot. Listen, no, they do. They do. They The legs and they in like lines. And like, listen, and since we're being real, like Chris uh-uh. might still have this. We travel and I see these bites. It's important for the country to know that Chris might... <laughs> Have this. <gasps> wow. Not true. My landlord refused to pay to <laughs> get the bed bugs taken care of. He would not pay oh. for an exterminator. How does he get away with that? Now he couldn't. But the city back then, you'd call oh, 301 yeah. and they were like, well, this bed bug thing is new. We don't know who. No. Yeah. And then eventually people sued and now the landlords have to pay. But I almost died because I went and bought all these fucking chemicals that only exterminators are supposed to have. <gasps> and I wrapped a t shirt around my face and was just spraying clouds of this shit in a red shirtless. <laughs> Just fucking spray it. But and then real quick, I, couldn't you have called an exterminator yourself? But it would have cost me like $5,000. Oh, oh. And okay. then I just woke up. I like passed out from all these fucking <gasps> fumes and shit. Damn. Anyway, Justin, your bit. <laughs> Each week, you will do one bit. Each week, Justin will do one bit that I will not vet. This is true. I haven't gone over the bits. Justin, this is your effort to oh, throw wow. down so hard that people go, clearly this is the person who should be in charge. Mm-hmm. Overthrow. Take my fucking head off and assume your destiny, dude. All right. Oh, I'm <clears throat> so I've excited. Got a, a very exciting bit this week. This is where the theme song will go. So we'll hold for one second. Didn't. Your bit right is going to have its own Well, they can just cut whenever, dog. You don't well, have to do that. I just want to give them a clean placeholder. So right oh. here. Okay. They know how to do their job, dude. Just right here. <laughs> so we'll get two more seconds. Great. This bit is called... Is that the bit? No, I mean, that was... <laughs> that would have been a good bit. That would have been a great That's bit. That's a clever bit. This bit's called Use It or Lose It. Oh. <laughs> okay. That's and this bit is the panel is given a list of food items and they must come up with a creative meal that incorporates all items listed. The most creative person wins and the rest of the players lose it. The punishment for losing it is the most creative person tells you, sorry, but you lost it. <laughs> this week's like wait, wait, wait. <laughs> so I give you a bunch of oh, ingredients. No, Annie, there. Annie just <laughs> stared at Justin. Carmen and I made confused eye contact. Christy left legitimately. Mm-hmm. How are we feeling about this bit? I was just like, what is this? I like the confidence you know? in it's, which you said it. I think mm-hmm. it's creative. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to win, so I'm really into it. Annie, mm-hmm. your feelings you're, right now. You're putting this on us, and you're supposed mm-hmm. to be making us laugh, motherfucker. <laughs> It's a fun game that will promote so what conversations. Is it? You list food ingredients okay. and you come up with a meal? You come up with a creative meal. Okay. And okay. this week's Use It or Lose It is vegan themed. Oh, God. Okay. Get me out of here. So the ingredients get me out Ugh. Brussels sprouts, red potato, oh, quinoa, Christ. paprika, tofu, and olive oil. A can salad, you, bro. Can you use quinoa in a sentence, please? 
quinoa. Yeah, how about Annie is highly allergic to quinoa? Oh. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, Justin. Are you really? Are yeah, you... Wait, all of a sudden. <laughs> wait, Justin, that's fucked up, dude. She's allergic to quinoa. Sorry, we can't talk about, about things she's allergic to. I'm sorry about the quinoa, but, I mean, it's part of the game. Well, I think You're supposed she to impress, impress me with this meal. I think Annie's disqualified. So it's, it's, <laughs> you can yeah. bow out, but the so most creative person's going to tell you that you lost it. So it's Brussels sprouts, paprika, Brussels sprouts, quinoa. red potato, quinoa, paprika, tofu, olive oil. You can hold the list as you come up with your meal if you want. I already have my meal. Okay, yeah, Chris, you want to go okay. first? I've watched a lot of Food Network, so what I'm going to do with these ingredients, mm-hmm. which I, I don't even need to look at the paper because right. I memorized them, is you put them in a blender... You blend them all together, and you know what? That makes a puree. Ooh. Okay. And then you take the puree, which always impresses people, and you can put the puree on anything. You mm-hmm. can puree the plate. You can make it look mm. nice. It's really all about presentation. So okay. my meal is going to be really aesthetically pleasing as a puree. It's like a soup. Everybody loves the soup. Mm-hmm. You're all, you can eat it breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Uh, it's practical. So mm-hmm. I think it's, I'm gonna make a nice puree okay. with that, with that, Justin. Mm-hmm. And thanks for that question. I think it's all, <laughs> also if you're judging, I think this is a great game. Hey, you're doing great so far. Thanks, this Justin. is great. Win you, Good number one. Thank you, Carmen. You got the list. You want to? You know what? Second? I you know what? I actually think this is a great game as well. <laughs> and what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna okay. make myself a, uh, some mashed potatoes oh, wow. with the red potato, and I'm gonna toss the other stuff into compost. This is what I'm going to go ahead and Garbage? Do. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to throw it in the garbage. You're making mashed potatoes and then the rest is <laughs> garbage. Yeah, I'm going to make some mashed potatoes. <laughs> I like this game as well. I'm going to use it, baby. Ring me okay. up. No, right. that's... Oh, God. Who wants to go next? Okay, oh. well... Okay. Um, I'm going to uh, roast the Brussels sprouts until mm. they're nice and good and soft. I mean okay. soft. Like mm-hmm. you could bite through them and it won't break a tooth. Oh, and then I'm going to scoop out. I'm going to slice them in half. I'm going to scoop out the center of the Brussels sprouts. Oh, my God. Oh. Okay. By the way, the whole time I was roasting the Brussels sprouts, I have the quinoa cooking. Shut I have the, the mashed po- the, the potatoes oh, boiling. No. I'm about to whip them together <gasps> and stuff the Brussels sprouts oh. with that shit. <laughs> Sprinkle some paprika on the motherfucker. Oh, retoast it in the oven. I'm horny on a low broil. I've actually never been. I'm very horny right now. Pop them on a platter. Copious notes. He really Mm -hmm. is on his laptop. On a platter. Now, when it's nice and toasty on top, I'm gonna pop them on a platter, and these will be your little appetizer poppers. I'm gonna call them Brussels poppers. Brussels poppers. Brussels prop. Brussels. Can I go in with Annie on this? (laughs) I'll add my puree. Add my puree to the top. No, honey. You and I will take Baby, it to the top. Baby, these are poppers. Maybe we got some mashed potatoes on the side Let's because I Carmen. made mashed potatoes. We don't. We both agree we don't want Carmen's to win. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I'll go in with Annie. <laughs> so if you guys, tells me Justin's gonna like mine. So if, okay. are you guys consenting to being on the same team? I am. Annie, you in? You want to okay. add my puree? Add your puree as a, as a secondary, and I'll serve it up Vanna White style in a gown. Yeah, we're passing it around a party. Great. Are you okay with that? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. in with Annie. All right, plus puree, great. Now, Chris, do you have the list? Do you want the list? No, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, chop up the tofu to the consistency of scrambled eggs because mm-hmm. it's the versatile food, and I'm gonna put it all in a skillet and make it um, vegan breakfast scramble. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> I mean, I like that as a bre- I like that okay. as a meal. You know I think it would have. I think it would have stood out before Annie's <laughs> stunning audio tour through a uh, party. 
Okay. Yeah. I mean, I like that. I mean, that's a very tasty meal. I think it's pretty basic. And then what happens? You just decide Mm -hmm. who wins? Yeah. So now I get to, I do a little. So you have a vegan breakfast platter or mashed potatoes (laughs) scramble? Carmen, you really want to win. You're like ice grilling. You're staring Justin down right now. Well, I'm, I'm just hoping that he... He picks the right choice. I don't, I, you know. You if threw I were... the ingredients in the garbage. Then <laughs> no, no, compost, so they'll be reused in the earth. In the future, yeah. yeah, yeah. At some point, someone will reuse them. Yeah, yeah. I think you should be disqualified for that. Well, yeah. I'm going to, here's what I think. So Chris has had this vegan breakfast scramble, which sounded great. And then we had the, the Brussels poppers mm-hmm. plus the puree. With the puree. And then we had the mashed potatoes, yes. and the rest of it goes in the garbage. In compost. We're not comp- throwing it in any garbage. In compost. It goes in compost. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I'm going to go, I'm going to pause here for a dramatic effect. Brussels poppers plus puree. Wins. Okay. okay. So yes! obvious choice. And now they get to call us losers? You yeah, get, what do we say? It's a, it's a catchphrase. You, have, you guys have to say to Carmen and Chris, sorry, but you lost it. Oh, my God. Do we say at the same time, like, any character? They have <laughs> You you say so. So your can punishment I, and your prize is you guys say sorry, but you lost it. Can I come. lean over and yell that into his microphone in his face? <laughs> yeah, like Andy, yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys can. No, keep it over there by your face. <laughs> yell it in his she's fucking getting, ear. She's getting Annie's literally getting inches, inches, inches. Sorry, inches. but you lost it, bitch. <laughs> Shake your face. Oh my! Oh my God! That oh was really God. satisfying. <laughs> The sense. Well, I can't yell Annie. at Chris like that because <laughs> you're my boss. But I'm sorry you lost it, Dad. Uh, <laughs> I've never known what to make of that. You really have at least half a dozen times on social media have called, have said my you, father. Do you not like it? I'm just confused because we're friends, but we're not that. Cl- we've hung out socially a couple times. <laughs> so you don't. You're saying you're telling me you don't want me to call you my dad. Is that what you're telling me <laughs> in, in front of America right now is that you don't want to be my dad. Well, it might also, After Father's Day, you're going to tell me that. As a new father, oh. I imagine it might also feel like a weird layer. No, it's it was well before my son was born. It was long before he I, even no, came it, into your I life. would actually say that the thing that weirds me out the most is how natural it felt. How much <laughs> I did. Oh, my God. That's why it's right. Papa Geth. Papa Geth. I might start calling him that, too. No, What's you up, actually Papa Geth? can't. No, that's weird. If You're you my comedy that, dad. I can't okay. do that. I'll take it. Now listen, I've s- I'm going to take a quick break and come back. Annie Donnelly. Are you okay? Annie, yes. No, I'm just so excited and I'm nervous because Annie Donnelly sent an email pitching an idea for CGP. We'll discuss what happened, but she, we're going to do the bit here on the podcast instead. And it's, I don't know how this is going to go for the rest of us. We're also taking calls. This is true. We put out the call-in topic. Carmen, since you were late, I did not get to clear this with you. Mm. The call-in topic today is... Will Carmen succeed or fail as the host of the first CGP and why? We put that up in the Gethoods Facebook group, so people are going to be calling in. It's fun. Uh, but first, when we get back, we're going to, uh, Annie's going to do her bit, and it's, uh, it's, it could be brutal for the rest of us. I'm you see, she's already taking out a notebook and getting very seriously. Uh, but we'll be right back with uh, Annie's bit and some calls. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to the Chris Gethard Presents podcast. I'm here with some of my favorite comedians, Carmen Christopher, Christy Chella, Annie Donnelly, Justin Linville. I think we've been having fun so far, and I, I hope that continues, but I'm, I'm very excited. I mentioned at the top of the show when I introed Annie that she gets away with more than, than most comedians I know, and this is true. I've, I have honestly seen you say things to people's faces on stage where I'm shocked they don't fight you on the spot. What are they going to do? 
where does this fearlessness know. come from? How did this, comedically, how did this fearlessness develop? People tell me that I'm fearless, but I just, I don't know. <laughs> I, I just see it as like, I think it's funny to tear people down. <laughs> and you're so not, I've only had super sweet conversations with you in Maybe real life. Maybe that's it. Maybe it's beca- because in real life I am so like reverent and I care so much about other people's feelings too much, you know, to a fault where I get in my own head about it. Maybe it's like, oh, you don't think I care? I mean, we're about to get ripped up. Like, <laughs> Carmen, don't you come have at done me. the most work with Annie, and you cl- you look the most nervous about where this is headed. <laughs> Do you look at her Facebook post? She ruins people's years. Facebook is dead. It's a dying art form. Yeah, it is. It's dead. It's a graveyard. Rest in peace. It's a graveyard, honey. Like your career, baby. Ooh, okay, tip of the iceberg. Okay, let's get in. So. Uh, cgpmnn at gmail.com I have put out the call that if you have an idea that you want to put on TV you can uh, you can go ahead and put it out there and he sent me an email if you have ideas specifically for this podcast cgbpodcast2 at gmail.com someone else took cgppodcast I don't know who took cgp <laughs> we are cgppodcast2 gmail.com if you have ideas for this podcast um, and he sent an email over very excited <laughs> with a pitch for the TV show and then you sent a follow up email I'm only going to read portions of the second email because you, you basically sent you said i sent this before i read anything about the actual project <laughs> i realize now what your thing is i'll put together a, a bigger pitch for something that could actually work you had you sort of flew off the handle and sent a a a, a pitch right out of the i think maybe the first or second email i got from the comedians i reached out to mm. a lot of enthusiasm and then you immediately realized oh that's not what this is at all yeah it was called Annie Reads. Why don't you explain to us? And then we'll, we'll tell a little bit about our conversation surrounding it, and then we'll get into it. Okay, what sure. What is Annie Reads? This is a dream of mine. I pictured uh, it would it would kind of be a little show, just a black black screen. Maybe that's maybe it's a blue screen. Shit. Maybe there's a little tropical sunset in the back. I don't know. Shit. Maybe I'm in a bikini. Oh, shit. That's a funny layer. Like, I don't care about how my body looks post-baby. Post and it you're ripping so everyone else apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's good. Shit. Maybe I make everyone wear a bikini. Even the guys. Come on, Carmen. I, I would look good in a bikini. Okay, well. I would. Hardly anybody does. Anyway, the idea is that I bring on, you know, semi-famous guests. Justin, you would not be in it. Okay, I understand. Ouch. 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 That's part of the thing. Take it over. Um, He's in crashing. It would be, you know, just, just me and another guest, and I would, you know, bring them on so they could plug whatever uh, project they have coming up, and then it would just be an opportunity for me to rip into them, you know, uh, just a reminder of how they fall short physically or uh, what because other people we, are saying about so, them. Because I'm not familiar with this world, but the idea of a read is part of it re- drag culture. It really culture. comes from yeah. drag culture. comes from yeah. drag culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Christy, you're it's familiar. Dissing. Oh, yeah, a it's, thousand percent. In RuPaul's Drag Race, they say reading is fundamental, and the queens will wear these glasses, and they'll go down the line, and they'll roast the shit oh. out of each other. Yeah. So, Christy, <laughs> knowing reading. being someone who's had great success mm. at roasts, Thank you. being someone who's familiar with reads, yeah, yes. and someone who's familiar with Annie, oh, yeah, I love what Annie. do you think is about to come down the pike if Annie reads us? It's going to be Bad. <laughs> I have seen her do this online. It's Christy. Hysteri- oh, no. no, it's hysterical. The, but we're going to be hurt. And he's going into this Christy, mode, this mode that I see on stage where this weird grin when it's time to be rip mean. Our fucking hearts out. Christy, you've roasted you've yes. roasted celebrities. I sure I have. And you've won those battles before. I feel like I can't 
I don't know. I don't know if I'm in the same. But mood. Annie, you do. I think so because Annie does it with like the style. She, you're reading. It's not roasting. It's a little different. You're it's a reading. little different. It's a little different. It's a little yeah, stylized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, yeah, and yeah. Annie, you said in your email that you specifically wanted to read. He's not here today. You wanted to tear Gary Richardson to shreds. <laughs> Gary, you're in a, and I thought you were pitching a TV show that was just you being mean to Gary for an yeah, hour yeah. on live TV, and I was kind of into it. <laughs> Yeah, I I don't know if it would fill a whole hour, but like, what the fuck's he doing over there at SNL? Okay, <laughs> like, okay, okay, okay. What We're are those music there. videos? Oh, I can pull that shit out of my own ass. Okay. Let's wait till he's here to defend okay. himself, at least. He's listening. He's probably not. He doesn't support other people. That's the thing. He's rising, he's rising to the top and he just watches his friends down below. Give me a fucking life. Give me a fucking lifeboat, Gary. <laughs> That's how we're and, starting and let me tell a- you what. Here's a new idea for one of your music videos at SNL. Oh, no. Oh, no. This is really getting... I might get in trouble. Actually, you know, scratch that. This is to all the writers at oh, SNL. Oh, no. Oh, no. Here's a new idea for one of your fucked up music videos you do. All I want for Christmas is Jeff Bezos. Woo, Amazon. <laughs> I don't want a lot for Christmas. That, what I just did is better than what they pump okay. out. Let's move on. Let's on move NBC, on. Rockefeller Center. Okay, 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 okay. Friend, and this started out as an address to an old friend. Someone who's an old friend of yours. That started out as yeah. you, your theory. Honestly, not... that's my only beef with Gary. Okay. Yeah. He's a sweet guy. He's, He's a sweet guy. Okay. So, <laughs> Annie, you are you are willing to come on it's here. It's a comedy and... show, and they barely do any comedy. Okay. Else. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Carmen, Carmen just made a face like he witnessed a car crash. I love it, Annie. Okay. I'm here for it. I know. Okay. okay. The opinions expressed are not necessarily representative of my, me, Chris Gethard, or Earwolf. Jesus, you go hard. Okay, Christy. I want to just say, too, out of the gate, not everybody knew this is coming. Is there anybody who legit is uncomfortable with Annie reading them? You don't have to. It will, Don't worry about it. You can back out. I would like to see <laughs> what, other, what, what is said first before I. No, I think. I'll no, you, oh, wait, Annie. Oh. I want to give him a chance, though. If you want to opt out, opt out now. You can't wait to see how hard it's going to be first. I, uh, yeah, 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 go for it, whatever. <laughs> okay. Annie, who would you like to start with? Justin Linville. Okay. <laughs> I didn't see you over there. I didn't see you over there. I didn't see you over here. I didn't see you over there. People don't know where you're It's because you're tiny. I didn't see you anywhere. I would not fuck you with a mouse. What? I would not fuck you in a house. What? I would not fuck you here or there. I would not fuck this tiny motherfucker anywhere. What? You've been so nice up until now. Your face is different. You're so tiny. I thought you were a football over there. I thought you were a tiny, medium-sized football sitting over there. What? I was about to punt you into Christy Cello's ass. Because everybody knows her ass. Oh, no. Everybody knows her asses. Everybody knows the one thing about Christy Cello, <laughs> the one distinguishing feature about Christy Cello. I mean, come on, Christy. It's that stupid, huge ass. Oh, oh no. I know it's Christy Cello 20 miles away because of that huge ass. What? Swamping what down this? the street. You're, you're a different person this than you were three minutes ago. This is the best day of my life. An actual different human being than the one who has been here. Christy, honestly, we all know the voice is fake, honey. Oh. It's a character, honey. 
Because, you know, you hear Christy Cello right now, everybody, <laughs> listeners, you hear her right now. It sounds like a, a bee sucking on some helium. <laughs> but that's not how Christy really talks. It's all an act. It's all an act. Oh, boy. Because when she's getting the D, when she's going down. <laughs> what do I sound when like? When she's getting stuffed like a pig. When I'm getting stuffed. <laughs> do it. Like when I'm getting stuff like a bitch. Oh, yeah. Give me the D. <laughs> My name Christy. Give me the D. It's like Mr. Kool-Aid. Yeah. Mr. Is... Mr. Kool-Aid? Kool-Aid? That's the Kool-Aid oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Give me the D. His name and is not Mr. Kool-Aid. She tried to like feminine up, but honey. Look at my eyes. Whoa. That was a good impression. <laughs> it was Look at my eyes. <laughs> oh, God. Look Uh-oh. at your hands. <laughs> Here goes Chris Gethard. Here goes Chris Gethard. Uh, Sad guy, you know, sad. Always doing comedy about being depressed. Like, since when does sadness equal comedy? No. I don't. uh, Props equals comedy, okay? You need more props in your sad, Chris. No, we we got to the set. You started off by insulting an actual genetic condition I have (laughs) where I have deformed hands. I don't understand how you can hold that newborn son with the fucking. (laughs) I'm not going to. The kid is so cute. But what are you gonna do? I mean, take it from me, a mom. I know you have to have strong hands. Okay, I don't know how you're gonna hold a baby in those hands. I just want to like. I think someone. Hey, your hands. When you put your hands together like this mm. for me, it looks like a pussy. <laughs> it looks like a pussy. There, it 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 looks like there's the clit on top. You're mocking me. I was born with a condition. Well, should have sent you back. <laughs> Should have sent you back. I don't get it. Why are you so sad? Why are you depressed? You're rich. You got celebrity. How much is in your bank account? I bet you have a cool $825,000 in your bank account at all times. Do you know what I have? That's not reading. Yeah. That's not that, roasting. I'm trying to make a point here. Why? What do you have to be sad about? Don't tell me. It's genetics that you are depressed or genetics that your hands are fucked up. (laughs) That one is true. (laughs) I really am sad, you know. I really have, like, no money. It it really is hard for me. I don't have friends like Gary Richardson throwing me a frickin' bone, okay? (laughs) Are we done here? Carmen, do you want to be red? (gasps) Yeah, go ahead. Oh, no. Oh, no. Here we go. I know. Carmen Christopher. Did you know... Thank You Next isn't Ariana Grande's new single. Well, it's not the only thing it is. It's also what you hear every time you go into these pitch meetings with the TV executives. Ouch. Too real. Too real. So so you're about, what, 20 minutes late today? Can was, you just give me a summary 12. of what was talked about in your little meeting today? Uh, well, actually, it was... Uh, it was for the show that we're doing, the CGBN, it was a, uh, it was a music meeting to make sure that the music's going to be good. And I'm really excited about it. I think the fans are going to like it. Okay, fans. When you say fans, you mean like Chris's fans? Like you're riding the, the coattails yeah, of Chris, right? Yeah, I'll fucking take that shit. Okay. I'll take that shit to the bank. Okay, because Chris is like Hell your yeah. Prince Ali and you're just a little monkey tagging along. I'll fucking do what I got to do, you're baby. Abu. You're Abu. <laughs> You're Abu. Abu, bitch. Abu. This is not teaming up. It's not fair. There's enough here. already, Christy. I mean, I there's no enough. Pop. I don't know. 
I got, I, this I got is no feeling very tense. This between Annie and Carmen, is anybody else feeling that it got way more tense than any of the rest of us? I don't. Yeah. I do not like when people are late, and I want answers. Yeah. I was at a meeting, like I said, for this show on the twenty sixth. But all these meetings you have in New York, I'm always like, you know, Carmen, can you help me babysit? Carmen, can you want to come whoa, watch whoa, the whoa, kid? Whoa, who You're like, oh no, actually, I have this pitch meeting with Comedy Central. I, have, <laughs> Yo, I gotta who? go talk to IFC. Yeah, I got these guys. They're, they've been chasing me. Yo, I've never said that. But wait, hold up. Hold but nothing up. ever comes, you know. But good that you're out there. Good. That no, you're out all there. jokes aside. Uh, <laughs> oh no. All jokes aside, who watched your boy at six weeks old? Okay, Aww. and he is now ten months old. <laughs> six weeks. You don't old. think I need help in that time from yo, six weeks? Yo, six to 10 weeks. Who? Yo, Carmen's you gotta give me some props. angry. Six Actual weeks. anger. Actual anger. <laughs> he watched him for an hour Four and a half. Hours. And Joey, had, my husband, had to go interview for a job because we're penniless. Six. He was a six-week-old. I came over. I watched him. I took care of him. We had so much fun. Aww, you watched him for an hour and a half, and that was it. Was good. a few hours. That was good. But I could I could use you today for about three four hours. I, I don't have time today. No, I have a premiere tonight that I'm headed to for a, a, telev- <laughs> a small part on a television show that I'm on. Here's your read, Carmen. I'm I'm so happy for you and all of your success. Oh fuck! Wow. For real? That's your read. I have no That's success. That's the worst read. That's of- it. Aww. That's it. You she got knows. it. She knows I'm scared to get roasted. I get sad. I get, I'm, 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 He's a sad boy. Fuck. I'm fake sad. It got, it got really real. No, it's fine, dude. She came at you better than me. <laughs> you got roasted, dog. Me? Yeah, you got roasted worse. I mean, she... <laughs> you got physically? Ro- I mean, you, I mean, you want some actual... physical shit? Your teeth is all fucked up. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, 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 the grill is busted. Oh, oh, summer, the summer barbecue like is over. Was the grill is busted. <laughs> My teeth ain't that bad. <laughs> the bottom looks like a shark's hey, The bottom is fucked up, and I was thinking about getting well, some work Chris, done on it. What did you think I was going to come in here and be like, um, you know, Christy, your hair could be blonder, uh... Justin, um, talk louder. No, this is like real shit. My bottom teeth are fucked up. That's right. And I'm going to work. I'm going to get some money and I'm going to fix them. Oh. (laughs) You got to fire back at her. No, I don't. You're wilting. I don't do that shit. I talk. I don't do that. That's not my style. My style is I have a good time. (laughs) (laughs) What, Carmen, you do like having a good time. Yeah. What are you in it for, dude? What am I in what comedy are you in for? This comedy shit oh, I just you. love it so much. I love making people laugh. Carmen, we once did shows in Arizona, <laughs> and you brought me to a rooftop hotel pool party in yeah, Scottsdale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to talk about this on the show. <laughs> let's just talk on, about it now. On the twenty sixth. Yeah, don't worry. Let's talk about it? no because I have other stuff. Uh, yeah, I we we you know when we travel, I like to go out, and Chris likes to fucking hang out in the hotel room. <laughs> and I was like, listen, dude, we're in Tempe. Everybody says you got to hit the pool parties here. So, you know, <laughs> I find a fucking pool party, a rooftop pool party. We get there. Chris has to pay 50 bucks for us both to get in. <laughs> was it 50 total? Or 50 it was 25 inch? a piece. 25 Chris a piece. paid. He's a good boss. We get up there. I pay for everything on the road. Yeah. I do. Yeah. <laughs> he nice. does. He does. He does. He does. But he'd be taking us to fucking Waffle House for a $3 breakfast. <laughs> what? This dude hates Waffle House. 
Waffle House is fucking Waffle amazing. House is so I'm not. Good. I'm not. Every time <laughs> I want to go to Waffle House, you fucking bitch. What you happened like when we went to Waffle House last time? We left immediately and both felt like shit and went <laughs> we took two hour diarrhea. naps. I've also been to a Waffle House with you in outside Denton, Texas, and we after we ate Waffle House, we went to the hotel and we shit. You and just shit just and then shit go to bed immediately, <laughs> dude. It, it puts was, you in a coma. We just had these like just got, like they're what tasty, but they're little. It's straight up. You've never been to Waffle House. Well, I have, but what did you? I never that made you so sick. These little sausage discs that just like make you shit. Well, why do you, oh, yeah. Waffles, eggs, grits, the hash browns with the cheese. Waffle House is an amazing. They're tasty, yeah. but they all make you shit. Listen, it tastes fine, but McDonald's tastes amazing, and I just can't like eat that shit anymore. It fucks we me up. To, we went to this pool party, though. Everyone was hot. Everyone was hot. Everyone was jacked. Every girl had plastic surgery done to her body, and I'm okay with whatever you want to do. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, here's the Good deal. To know. It was. Two o'clock in the afternoon. It was a hundred degrees, degrees outside. Neither one were, of us brought flip flops. They were banging techno music. <laughs> it literally felt like we walked into hell. And you're there with me. <laughs> yeah. You I, didn't even have sandals on. We didn't bring we sandals. Didn't sandals. So we, it was so every hot. time we, we had to fucking move, we had to like do little dainty sprints across. Like we were already such clear social pariahs in this environment. Chris wore a shirt in the pool. <laughs> Cause look at me I can't be out in the Arizona sun <laughs> And fucking uh, What else I'm surprised you went in the pool It was crazy It was the only place where there was shade They had this weird little like mushroom thing with Like shade. a cabana So I went and stood yeah. under that you can, you, can, you can either go in the pool You can stand on the hot ground Or you can rent a cabana for like like eight hundred dollars. And Chris didn't want to do it. Yeah, I'm not gonna pay eight hundred. I don't even drink alcohol. <laughs> yeah, well, we would have had. We would been surrounded you, by people. Honeys. Honeys. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this though: we're in this fucking pool. No one is talking to us. No one's even looking in our direction. And I was like, Carmen, like. I'm really like this is out of my comfort zone, man. I'm glad you brought me here. I, I, I know it's ridiculous. I was like, but this is totally out of my comfort zone. And you looked right back at me, and you were like, honestly, I'm 100 in my element. And you meant it. You meant <laughs> really? it. There's no, a side no, of no, you no, that no. loves a rooftop pool party. Oh, like a rooftop pool party all day, every day. Let's do it, but in with the right conditions. I can't be rolling with you. <laughs> <laughs> The guy who looks like he peed the pool, like with his shirt on, just like Annie. What is it? like? It's like a, it's like a champagne bottle, and I once am, the cork pops, you're just I mean forever. I am picturing you waiting in the pool with your shirt on, not drinking a drop, and people it's, just swimming away well, it, from you. Well, it's, <laughs> like, he was under the guy. only shaded part of the entire pool. He yeah, was like yeah. under okay, the umbrella so with the shirt yeah, yeah, Everybody yeah. was legit like six-pack ab dudes, model women everywhere. No one talking to us. Oh. Were you trying well, to talk to other people? Well, eventually, you were single at the time. I was, yeah, well, so we eventually started talking to a group of uh, married women because it was just like a— I did. Yeah, he did. I saw and the then, wedding rings. Well, I, was I like, mean, are I you was, guys married? They were like, yeah, I was like, me too. Can, we, can, we, can you just talk to me? And they're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was very friendly, you know, and it was, uh, there was like, no, please, please honestly talk to me. Long story short, like, you know, honestly, like you, I almost felt a little uncomfortable. I can't imagine how shitty you felt. You probably were like, this is insane. So you wouldn't go again? 
I would go again. I'd have to go with the right crew. Who <laughs> from who's your crew? I would oh, go yeah. with you, Christy. Oh, Out of this car. room, is Christy the top pick of who you'd attend a rooftop pool party with? Uh, yeah, Justin's last. <laughs> <laughs> Even after me. Why yeah, am yeah. I last? Justin's like young and kind of fun. <laughs> I can go out and party on a rooftop. I think you, know you know what actually. I, mean? I, I heard rumors I that, that Justin parties. I hear rumors. Justin and I work really close together. Do you party, Carmen? Yes. Carmen, you've told me this. Yeah, Justin's been fucking fucking up lately. I've Justin's why? been fucking up. I've not been fucking He's been up lately. Coming in, well, when we worked at the Gethard show, oh, he would no. come in. All late, boogers in his eyes. Unbelievable! You're gonna say someone else is late. <laughs> no. you know, Unbelievable! I'm usually I'm usually on time. You were usually at the Gethard show. You were the first you one. In the I was the you first are one. usually on time. This this uh, today was a particularly. I have a good okay. excuse. You, you stop feeling bad. Stop feeling oh, bad. Yeah. Chris mm-hmm. literally I need you to said before you got here that you're like the hardest worker and that the most one of the motivated person met. he's ever met. Well, Mike Berbiglia has a pathological level of work ethic, but you're up there. I'm desperate. I need money. Help me. Amen. <laughs> you also got plans for when you make your money, though. Yeah, yeah. You've told buy me my mom a house in Mexico. Hell yeah, that's for real. Awesome. Those are not for the, sure. This is she because wants... it's being recorded. You've told me your real plans. <laughs> oh, what? Like I'm gonna have some <laughs> sick shit for sure. I have like a nice car and a house with a pool and all that. That's awesome, Carmen. I mean, we, you know, if that happens, we gotta hope it happens. Fuck, this life is hard. This Carmen, life is so I, you're hard. usually the life of the party. All right, well, you've well, been well, the most depressing. One. What do you guys want to do? That's because I tore him to shreds. <laughs> but where? Because you are so nice and so sweet and so thoughtful. I know it's a bit. It's a bit. You it's, know, I'm yeah. joking. For me, like I, I love it so much, and I think it's so <laughs> clearly a bit. Especially when Annie was talking about comedy and being like she'll she'll say things like oh well you gotta do prop comedy so it's like clearly that's a bit like yeah, so she's true. roasting you but she's saying prop comedy Christy, yeah, yeah, yeah. when you're doing roast battles yeah. this is on the same topic yeah yeah and nobody because people hear your voice people yeah. see your vibe yeah you're up there against some dude yeah yeah these dudes did not expect you to come out swinging the way you did no I feel like you it's made your so name good. in New York with the roast battles yeah I knew who you were before that, but I feel like everybody was talking about you Thank after you. those were where does it what what was the philosophy heading into that? Was there fear? No. Was, I just no. I think there was fear when I went up against Jimmy Carr, because he's such a legend. Yeah. But I, I had nothing to lose and everything to gain. Nobody knew who I was. I was doing open mics. So it's like the worst case scenario, I'm still up there with Sam Morell and Mark Norman, Mike Lawrence, these big awesome comics. Um but it's just it's it's strategy and tactic. I love I love roast humor. I love me like, too. Yeah, I, I love secretly it so love it more much. Than I, I wish so I was getting. I wish and I got invited smart. to smart. Like you got to know where they're gonna attack me. So like I yeah. prepare these like rebuttals. Like yeah, you know, like my voice. Like people are gonna go after my voice that I love to date black men. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know they're gonna, that's what they say. Oh, that I like didn't go to what? college. Like this is like the my eight mom mile fell. Trip. All of a sudden, my mom was in a wheelchair. She you was did. paralyzed. She couldn't walk. You like did, so, you had the eight mile strategy. You got to know what people You're are like, going to Okay, I'm this, I'm that, I'm that, I'm that. Yeah. What else? You got to be you self-aware. Got? What's your favorite yeah. roast joke you pulled off? Since they're all on YouTube, I feel like it's public record. Oh god, I've said horrible things about people. <laughs> I've I've <laughs> no. had to take some stuff down because really? I started doing voiceovers for children's television. <laughs> and I got concerned <laughs> that like the people at PBS Kids would be like Google Grizzly and see me being like, "You're fat." Piece of shit, dead mom, like crazy, awful stuff. Um, 
Oh God! <laughs> What's one that stands out that you're particularly that I've proud said of? or that someone that said about said, me? That you said. Where um, you're like, um, 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 okay, give me like one second. I'll, I mean, I'll think that of it. your fat piece of shit dead mom is pretty good. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty mean. Um, God. Oh God. Um, this is one that's okay. This is one. This isn't my favorite, but it's an example of how fucked up I I go with yeah. this. Um. This one guy I roasted had a girlfriend who was in this terrible, before him, was in this terrible, like, relationship with, like, domestic abuse. Okay. okay? And, but then she started dating this guy who I was roasting. And I was like, oh, well, she must feel so safe with you now, you know, because everyone knows that you can't land a punch. And I really e- like that one. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Because I, I like, you know. It ties into comedy and roasting. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh I, I got one. But I battled Pete Lee, and that was my favorite one I uh-huh. ever did. And it was... Uh, and explain Pete Lee a little bit. He's the nicest the man. Nice, known to be probably one of the... It's like yeah. him and Josh Gondelman. The nicest, sweetest. Pete Lee is like... God, I haven't thought about these jokes, and so I haven't roasted He's so nice. He's like a genuinely sweet soul, yeah. and it's not a bit. It's not a put on mm. at all. No. It's nicer than me. Uh, <laughs> absolutely nice. Because I'm a nice. I'm a lot of you people are, very, are like you are very. A nice. lot of people around town. He's one of the nicest guys. I've never heard. <laughs> I've never heard anyone say that. I've never heard anyone say. Okay, so Pete Lee. Oh God. You're up there uh, with Pete Lee. Just oh yeah, nice. Pete Lee Sweet. was like. I did a couple for him. I really liked. Like his girlfriend is a commercial a commercial actress. Uh, and that must be great because she's used to things only lasting 30 seconds. Okay. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And jokes like, you know, you know, and his girlfriend was in Orange is the New Black. And I said something like, you know, but in the bedroom, she stars in Orange, you glad this dildo is black. stupid. But I liked researching people. I do a lot of stuff about how, like, you know, I had cancer and I would joke about how, like, you know, oh, your comedy is the worst thing that's ever happened to me, and I beat cancer. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Wait, you had like cancer, Christine? I did. I had a melanoma on my back. I had a skin cancer. Oh my and God. it wasn't that crazy, but I had a tumor, yeah. and they got they I had a surgery to get the tumor out. Scary how, so enough. how long did you have it for? Not very long. You should I, do an hour special on it. Honestly, I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> Cancer's a great buzzword for a solo show. That is a thing in comedy now where you're making a joke about, oh, do your sad show. Oh, yeah. And I, yeah. I do, I do feel insecure that you called me out on that. Oh, fuck. Oh, Can shit. we edit but it out? Well, I'm the one who's got to deal with this. <laughs> God. Why is that? Because I'm well, gonna text you later. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we're gonna go do a show somewhere, and he's gonna pull me aside, like. I don't know. Annie said no. it was kind of well, Carmen can the explain. reality is, is nothing is personal. Carmen you research can, that person and you just write a bit. Carmen and Justin can both vouch for this, though. I love New York comedy to the point where I'm creating projects to celebrate it, and I'm pretty convinced that the majority of New York comedians hate, hate me. No, that's go, in your head. That is how my, anxi- so my, the, my anxiety and depression reflects itself. I'm so on top of it. I would say the one way it really flares up, and you guys have both seen it get very real, mm-hmm. is I become con- I will become convinced and on specific people who are nice people that's so funny. and I'll become convinced that they hate me that's comforting I, see I like that you talk about stuff like that because it makes because you know yeah. all of us are working hard to get to the next level and then you realize well what once you're at that level it never goes away that's what yeah. one of the it was a very liberating thing for me to realize that achievement is not 
gonna solve it's not gonna fix you but it feels like so it's going so to. many people fall into it and because it feels right honestly i think i can speak for a lot of us where it feels like if you get money could change things money because respect, money, fame. we've been here so because it's so hard to live your life here without money yeah and I the just, thought of yeah. a little bit of money truly changes my life because it gives me yeah. security that i could stay here another two months i need the money yeah. I need and i've been doing respect. this for 16 years here and i yeah. still am just as scared as the first year i moved here that i won't be able to pay my rent really yeah it's like every yeah. month i'm just like sh- rolling the dice i hope i can book enough things so i can make it work this month I stressed about money forever, and then the past few years, I finally made some money, and I just get depressed about other things. Yeah. Anyway, we yeah. got to take yeah. another break. Yeah. Annie, do you need to go? Yeah, you I just want to say I love you guys. Mm-hmm. I meant every word. Look, and- <laughs> I meant every word. Again, I loved it. Your face actually looks different when you go back motherly? into real life. <laughs> yeah, like sweet and motherly. And then when it's comedy time, it's like watching like a... Oh, you guys, I, I might actually up. have to bounce... Two. What? Well, no, I actually no. I mean, I could stay for a little no, it's okay. bit longer. Well, we're just, listen, stay. we're just taking calls on the call-in topic. Will Carmen <laughs> fail or succeed? Thank you so succeed? much for having me on here. I'm Please, grateful. thank you, Love thank you, you for the wonderful read, for being a part of it, for <laughs> inspiring me so many times on stage. I mean it. I always Thanks, make sure I watch you. Thank you. Real. Appreciate that, Christy. If you're splitting as well, I will say I'm so looking forward to your episode, which is the third episode. It's July third. No, July tenth. July tenth. July tenth. There's a break, right? July 10th, you'll be hosting an episode of CG. Yeah, the second week is pre-taped. Keith Haskell, you're taping oh, one. That's right. You're st- you're building out the outline. It's amazing. It's a lot about God and horniness. Yeah. And yeah, a lot of cool topics. <laughs> so everybody, watch CGP again more. Christy, I'm sure Annie will be showing up along the way. And we'll be back. We're going to take some calls. Will Carmen Christopher succeed or fail as the first ever host of CGP? We'll be right back after this. Welcome back to the Chris Gethard Presents Podcast. We're here, some of the best comedians in New York. Christy Chella, Annie Donnelly stepped out because we're going to focus in on my old friend, Carmen Christopher. Carmen, I feel like you've been a little laid back. Yeah, that's right. Now, what's going on? And you got to stop making that fucking clinking noise into the All microphone. Right. Stop making weird noises in the mic. This All is right. entirely what's going- audio-based medium. No, yeah. What's Great going point, on? Justin. What's going on, Carmen? Usually, most aggressive guy in the room. Very chill right now. I'm chill where your head's at. Where's your head? I have a lot. Of work to do. I believe in you. You know I believe in you. I know. I Justin, know. do you believe in Carmen? I believe in Carmen. You're putting a lot of pressure on yourself. I'm not reinventing the wheel, but I do want it to be nonstop funny. I have I want- seen your outline. You are coming out guns blazing on this one. I'm trying. We'll see. All right. I believe in you. Justin believes in you. Do you believe in yourself? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'll be good. All right. Now good. let's see what the world thinks. A lot of people know you, uh, co- comedy fans in general, consume your stuff. Uh, fans of the Chris Gethard show know you very well through that. We've asked them to call in. Uh, this is true. These are real callers, not plans, real people out there who are going to call in with their opinion. Will Carmen succeed or fail Ooh. as the host of the first episode of CGP and why? Uh, let's go to the phones, Harry. Lucy from Kentucky wants to weigh in on this. Hey, what's up, guys? Lucy, good to talk to you. This is this is Lucy from Kentucky. How are you? I'm feeling really good. You're here with Justin Linville, myself, Chris Gethard, and the man of the hour, Carmen Christopher, who were discussing his upcoming stint as the host of Chris Gethard Presents. Yeah, you know, I, I said in my uh, in my little message that I thought he was gonna he was gonna succeed, but I've been listening all this time, and and uh, I want to change that. I think he's gonna fucking fail. 
So <laughs> you've wow. been able to hear the show while you've been waiting on hold, wow. and you thought Carmen would succeed, but based on his performance on this podcast, you what what about it? What it, about his performance today makes you think he's going to fail? Not even just fail, fucking fail. First, you think he's going to fucking fail? First of all, he was late. True. That, you know, come on now, come on True. now. And also, he just hasn't been that funny. No. If you're gearing up to host something and you're really going to go for it, you should really be firing on all cylinders. And, Wow, dude. Hey, straight up, you can, like, go fuck yourself, first of all. (laughs) Secondly, like, secondly, dude, I should be firing on all cylinders. Do you realize that this thing is 10 days away? I'm chilling around a bunch of microphones with my friends having a conversation. You think I'm coming in with fucking hot bits, or you think I'm saving them for when I need to save them? I got my ammo. Sit down, chump. Hey, Lucy, point. do yourself a finger. Hang up the phone and go wipe your ass, boy, because you, you don't know what you're talking about. Sword. Carmen, you had him, and then you said what I hope becomes your catchphrase. Do yourself a finger. <laughs> do yourself a finger. Hang up the phone and go wipe your ass, boy. I did it, Kenny. <laughs> Lucy, any rebuttal? Lucy, your rebuttal. No, I don't, I don't have a rebuttal. I, why would I bother? You're taking it all in good stride. I applaud you for that. You giggled when Carmen said, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Carmen got, I would say, 40% amused and 60% genuinely pissed that you came at him like that. <laughs> I'm okay with that. All right. Get a job, dog. Hey. It's like 3 o'clock. <laughs> you need to be at work, bro. Uh, yeah. Carmen, it's 4.30. You got to figure out time. Get a job! It's 4.30. <laughs> Maybe that's why you were late. It's 3.30 in Kentucky. Oh, my. Oh, good point. Bow. Sit down. Both of you fools. All right. Lucy, thank you for the call. Hey, Lucy, tune in on the 26th. Yeah. All right. You're about to get roasted on live. Oh, oh you're going to write a bit about it. Also, it's 4.30 in Kentucky. It's 4.30 Whatever, in Kentucky. dude. It's 3.30 Fucked in up. Chicago. Fucked up. I What's that up to do with any? Okay. <laughs> Let's go, can we go to line three? Harry and Jared, I want to go to line three. Tommy McPhail from North Carolina. Tommy, your opinion, Wednesday night, episode one. Carmen Christopher hosts CGP. Coming out of the gate, do you think he will succeed or fail? How the hell are you guys? So I've been thinking a lot about this. And uh, after some careful consideration, I think Carmen's going to succeed. Thank I've you. seen that man work a room. I've seen failure all over the world. And that ain't it, you know? Okay. I believe in you, Carmen. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate you. Can I ask you a question? Absolutely. Why did it, Why did you have to think so hard and long? Because, <laughs> like, what's that? Because, like, the way that I believe oh, in I... myself, I know it's going to be good. But you know, and I need that from you, my man. Well, like the first guy, you know, I came in here and I, I really believed in you, and then uh, that Waffle House slander came out, and you know, yeah. I I was questioning. But yeah. so, what? You're a Waffle House Straight guy? Up? Oh, absolutely. I'm with Chris on this one. Wait, wait, but, but but Tommy, when you eat at Waffle House, Thank you. do you shit your pants? Like, do you shit afterwards? Because anytime I've eaten at Waffle House, I, I eat like, food. By definition, eat food, you shit afterwards. <laughs> but, those are, but Waffle House shits are biology bad. They're bad shits. I mean, it depends. If you get the uh, cheesy egg biscuit they used to have, I mean, that doesn't gunk you up too bad, but... uh. You know, you never know. You never know how it's gonna go. Over Listen, bro, I got nothing against Waffle House, okay? Except that I just won't eat it. <laughs> <laughs> You're a take charge kind of guy, so I'm looking forward to it. Hey, All right, I appreciate that. I promise I won't let you down. It'll be a fun show. Tell me, thank you for the call. Let's go to line two. We've got a uh, someone I know pretty well through my travels, Sam Hodge from Atlanta. Do yourself a finger and talk to Carmen Christopher. You think he's going to succeed or fail on Wednesday night? What's up, everybody? Um, I think I've got a pretty good idea 
of where Carmen's going to head. Um, but I have a very vital question for this man, and I want you to know this is going to be make or break for you as the host of this show. Are you ready for it? Absolutely. Is it pronounced Reese's Pieces or Reese's Pieces? Ooh. Reese's Pieces. Oh. Yes! yes! You win! You're going to be a great host, <laughs> and everything is going to go smoothly, and you're going to get a million dollars after the show is over. Congratulations. Yo. I hope so, man. I hope so. Thanks, brother. Hey, uh, come on down. We got room in the studio audience. We're giving out thousands of dollars. What? Chris is giving out oh, thousands of dollars as part of CGB. CGB? CGB. <laughs> what is going on with you right now, man? Sam, thank you for the call. <laughs> My wife says Reese's Pieces, yep. by the way. I'm hurt. All right. I'm hey, so sorry for... to let you down, Sam. Thank you so much. Okay, I hear we got calls coming in now. Let's go to our next caller. <laughs> Do you think Carmen Christopher will succeed or fail? Do yourself a finger. Make your, make your voice hurt. I think he will succeed. Yes. Why? Now, what makes you feel that? Because I've seen him live before. I think he's amazing. Now, let's, let's go ahead because that's so nice of you. Can you capture in words what it is you think about Carmen's performance style is going to bring the heat on Wednesday, June 26th? He has grit in it. I've seen him perform in very high uh, anxiety-provoking oh, situations, like okay. when he was doing your book tour in, in Brooklyn after he was following the guy who was spinning plates. <laughs> Let's pause there. You were at that show. Carmen is still mad at me. I have a friend who is a juggler, Marcus Monroe. Brilliant guy. Brilliant guy. I'm hoping he'll do some CGP stuff down the line. Funny dude, Justin. Mm -hmm. Now, were you, you were at the show that night. Yeah, he was great. Marcus did an act. I texted him. I said, oh, you want to do this show? Maybe kick off the show with some energy. Come out, do some juggling bits. I thought mm -hmm. it would get the crowd hyped up. This motherfucker comes out and does the, a new <laughs> act. He's like, I got a new act. I'll test it out. Mm -hmm. He does this plate spinning act that... I will say it was one of the best yeah. things I've ever seen. It was pretty incredible. High energy. The crowd went ape shit. Yeah. Up next, Carmen Christopher. Not to mention he went 25 minutes. It went so long. It was mm -hmm. like a one-man show. He went 25 minutes, and it then was, I had to do comedy. After it was 25 that. thrilling minutes. <laughs> thrilling. Edge of my seat. Caller, you're on the line, and, and you. what's your name? Sky. No, Sky, you can vouch for us. The entire room was flipping out. Then Carmen has to walk into the aftermath <laughs> and tell some jokes. He's still mad at me about that. You purposely put me after him so that I could, <laughs> so that you could set me up to fail. I really didn't. It was supposed to be a comedy show. And, you booked a fucking juggler, and then <laughs> and he destroyed the house. And yeah. You come out like, here's an impression of my stepdad, <laughs> and you oh, killed boy. it because you always step up. All right, let's go to Fran. I believe in St. George. Is that right, Fran? You're on the line. Yo, are you talking to me, guys? Yeah, I'm talking to you. What's your deal? Heck yeah, I guess. I, well, my name's Graham, but I live, uh, yeah, dude, I live in Mormonville, man. I'm so stoked to get through to you, buddy. Graham, welcome to the show, Graham. Stoked to talk to you. Do you think Carmen will succeed or fail? I mean, I mean, Carmen's part of UCB, right? So, I mean, if he's got the confidence of them and He's not. I want to be clear. He's not. Like, he is not part of UCB. <laughs> ah, he has performed there tangentially. Oh, this, I wouldn't you know what? If anyone believes in him to succeed and you, you're behind him, you're putting your him on your name, on your show with your name, he's got to do it. He's got to do it. Get there. You inspire confidence, buddy. He's, Carmen's got this. Thanks, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Carmen, Thanks, this guy's full of enthusiasm. Thanks, he's full of enthusiasm. He loves that you're a member of UCB. <laughs> 
You perform, proud member. I performed a lot at UCB. I have. I mean, you I had performed a, there a bunch. It's yeah. fair. I wouldn't say you're like a. I wouldn't I say. Just, I identify thought that I'd seen UCB. your name with it, man. I don't feel like you identify as a UCB I, guy by a long shot. I don't identify with any theater. I identify as you're a lone wolf out in these fucking woods. Alpha I mean, I have dog. my crew. I have my friends for sure. I have support. You're a part of it, and I just think that I've never put. My bag, my you know, all my eggs in a basket of a theater. Like I'll never do that. Graham, thank you so much for the call. Now, you, Carmen, you said that you pointed to me and said I am part of your crew. You did not include Justin in that. Justin's certainly part of that. Justin, I'm bringing the way you brought me in. I'm bringing Justin, baby. You brought Justin in too, though. Damn. Okay, Justin, how are you feeling about this? I mean, thank you for thank you for saying that, Carmen. I you appreciate got it. it. You got it. Greg in my native land of New Jersey. Will Carmen Christopher succeed or fail as the host of the first episode of CGP? He's gonna succeed. Yeah, there you go. Why? Why do you think so? I mean, all everything he's done for the UCB, he's a big representative of the UCB. <laughs> I mean, not alone. What do you guys what what is this UCB stuff? What did you see me do at UCB? No, I'm just fucking around because oh, I heard God, the other caller. You. That was funny. Big that time was UCB good. representation. Carmen bringing those improv chops. UCB. He that went through f- all the levels. Member of the academy. Not true. Not killing true. Killing it. <laughs> Greg, it sounds like you got a lot of faith in Carmen. I'm sure he appreciates that. Are you going to check out the show on the 26th? Oh, my God. I can't wait, man. I'm so stoked. Greg, thank you for the call. Craig from Brooklyn, you're on the line. Carmen Christopher, success, failure. What are we bracing ourselves for here? I think we have success because Carmen lately is killing it. There you go. Lately. Lately. What does that mean? (laughs) (laughs) What does that mean, lately? So have you been, how long have you been watching Carmen and do you feel like at one point he was not killing it and you've watched him turn a corner? Um, So I think it's been a good dramatic three hours since I Googled him and found um, the Killing It video and I thought it was pretty funny. So I wanted to call in and show support. Fantastic video. Carmen Christopher's I'm Killing It. Thanks for watching, So man. based on that video, you think he will kill it as well on June 26th when he hosts the inaugural episode of CGP? Yeah, I think it's all better than his earlier UCB stuff, you know? Right. Wow, guys. <laughs> Back in Carmen's UCB days. <laughs> My UCB yeah. days. When you're That's cutting right. your teeth at UCB, you've really, you're more well-rounded. Craig, thank you for the call. One more. We got Drew on line three. Last call. Success, failure. What awaits us on June 26th when Carmen Christopher takes the reins? Oh my gosh, he is going to succeed. Chris. Yes. Why? Why do we think this, Drew? I saw him at the UCB once, and <laughs> it's a sketch where he just—they uh, just picked each other. <laughs> it's a sketch where he just—they just picked each other for five minutes. And uh, it was the best thing ever. That's I mean, actually true. That's actually true. You look flummoxed that everyone keeps bringing up UCB, and like you're sitting on opinions that you're not saying. Well, like I've done so much stuff that I'm proud of that has nothing. Like I would give zero of that credit to UCB. I'll give UCB no credit you, for any of my anything that I've like developed in terms of a voice. You formed your voice in Chicago. You moved here. You did some shows at UCB, but it was stop making noises. With All the right, bottle, dude. Man. <laughs> I'm fidgety. Yeah, but every time I turn around, you're <laughs> rocking a zipper, slamming a bottle into a piece of metal. I'm fidgety. Don't put stuff in a room if you're doing a podcast. That's with me. not a rule. You're allowed to put stuff in rooms. Listen, buddy, let me just say that I appreciate your call. And let me say to you, Chris, that uh no, I do. I appreciate UCB. They've given me uh, anybody that gives me a platform to perform. I'm appreciative of, but I developed zero of my voice 
within those walls. Okay, of Drew. That theater. Thank you for the call. I I don't know why we're gonna do one more. I got high hopes for Anna. Anna, Carmen Christopher. Success, failure. June twenty sixth when CGP lost. Is what's your gut instinct say? Wait, is this me? Yeah. Oh shit! Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Wishing you nothing but success. I think you're going to be awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much, Anna. Thank you for the call. Look, we got to wrap up. Justin, what's your gut instinct? Carmen, is he going to succeed, fail, CGP as we come out of the gate? What do we think? Well, I hope he succeeds because I'm a part of this episode. But uh, yeah, I feel I feel good about you succeeding. I believe in you, Carmen. I think you're going to crush it, dude. That's why I wanted you to do the first one because you're nobody I believe in more. Thank you. And I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to show the country why I'm a funny guy. Ha ha. Carmen, thank you for being here. I got to thank Andy Donnelly, Christy Cello, Justin Linville. Of course, thank you for being here. Can't wait to see what you pull out of your hat, Carmen, on the 26th. It'll be good. Justin will be there part of it. Everybody keep listening to the podcast. Keep supporting CGP. Can't wait to bring you stuff on TV and more stuff in the audio medium. We're going out today on a song from a local band that I'm a big fan of. They're called Long Neck. Song's called Mine Yours off their album Will This Do? Enjoy. In a house outside DC, I dreamt that you were holding me. It was the arms of the reclining sea where I slept perpendicular. say this Jared O'Connell. Got to thank Harry Nelson, who's organized this. Got to thank Alex Clute for the music. Got to thank Colin Anderson, Chris Bannon for letting us do this. We're going to be back with more New York comedians, people fucking around, more bits, more TV shows, more of your calls, more of everything. This is just the beginning. Thanks for listening to the CGPP.
This is Tony Rodriguez. This is Carlos Santos. This is Riza Licea. And this is Oscar Montoya. When our powers combine, we are Spanish Aquí Presents. We have a brand new podcast here on Earwolf, bringing you the best of the best of lo mejor of the Latinx comedy. Join us every Tuesday as we chat about what's going on in our lives, Latinx culture, and ¿qué es lo que? Lo que no está picando. Lo que te pica. Don't worry, we'll tell you what that means if you listen. We'll also be joined by a new guest every single week. We'll get to know a little bit more about their lives. Every single week. Uh-huh. And then we'll make them sit back and watch us improvise their lives right back to them. Improvisation. <laughs> Spanish Aquí Presents premieres July 16th. Subscribe now in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. Or donde sea. Spanish Aquí Presents! Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Want to make Mom's Day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack, fragrance, jewelry, Luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30.